You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, one and all, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm Tiny. Sitting across from me is John. What's up? Together, we are the bad boys of Southern Evangelical Comedy, the unofficial, the unacknowledged, and the uneducated voices of Southern Baptists across the nation. Yeah. And we thank you for joining us. Underappreciated, too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I don't know if that's supposed to go in there or not, but I'm excited for another episode. Yeah. We- Despite my horrible English skills <laughs> that I bring to bear I was every say, week, <laughs> I'm going to talk anyway. You were, you were proven right. <laughs> I don't want to make Jacqueline right. Yes. I don't want to make Jacqueline feel bad. <laughs> But frustrated is in the dictionary. So, once again, we're right. But then, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Agent P, he yeah. had to go and point out that I tried to use the word interstellar, yeah. which isn't a word at all. So I was going to come back in and go, uh, and go, you were trying to say intercellular. So... Also, I got personally attacked for saying you know a lot. Hey, you know what? It makes us better. <laughs> and so now I'm going to be like super self-conscious about that. So yes. That'll help me to edit the show faster. I, so. I mean, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a space filler in my vocabulary. We have and said from episode zero, two years ago now, right. that nobody out there listens to this show because we're smart. Exactly. We hope that people listen to this because we're entertaining. Yes, right. Not because we're educated. Yeah. And I'll take pity listens, too. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. I'm fine with a pity listen here or there <laughs> from someone I guilt into listening to it. Right. But I'm sorry if uh, I overuse you no. <laughs> and uh, I will try to be better yeah. at that. But I make no promises that it will ever improve <laughs> because it's ingrained in my psyche. I will say this. I appreciate the audience sticking with us anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Because that really means a lot. And we know that there's a lot of people out there doing much better podcasts right. than we do. And we know that. Tiny, and we thank y'all. Tiny and I are not above reproach. <laughs> no, you no. Know? We're here for the people. Yeah. And so we want to hear from you. Absolutely. And if there's something you find annoying, that's fine. Doesn't mean we'll change ever. <laughs> yes. You know? But we, we're fine hearing it. And also, I can say that uh, the criticism we've gotten has been constructive. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate that. Everybody had a real good sense of humor about <laughs> yes. it. Yes. Including <laughs> us. You know, we yeah. could have gotten a little upset, but no. 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 Uh, well, because I, well, everyone who called in, you know, it was, well, like I said a minute ago, it was constructive. Yeah. No one was like, you know, hey, DAs, you know, this is how you're doing it wrong. Exactly. We didn't get <laughs> frustrated. I'll just say that much about it. Right. Yeah. So I felt like we were very mature in handling it. And, and that's our, the way to be, you know. 
Absolutely, you know, <laughs> which is what's going to happen. And I already know it's going to happen. I, I guess I might as well announce it is I will replace, you know, with something else that will be equally, <laughs> if not more annoying to the people who listen. Right. I already know that's going to happen. And there's no doubt in my mind. It'll be a gradual process, but I will I will eventually replace, you know, with something else. <laughs> no, I mean, just I'm just fair warning to all our listeners, all our thousands and millions of <laughs> listeners out there around the globe yes we had a lot of growth in the facebook group we so did we go ahead and thank everybody who uh just shamelessly invited their friends last night actually is real time when it happened yeah yeah and uh that was huge if you hadn't done that the record was set because todd and uh oh who was the other person uh, we're both inviting at the same time. It was like mm-hmm. 630 something people. So That's crazy. A combined record. I don't think they were purposely working together, but I was sitting there purposely like, worked out for our good. I was at work like, what, what is happening? <laughs> right. <laughs> I was uh, waiting for my kid to get out of a band practice thing he was doing and my phone was just blowing up. And I was like, what is going on in the Facebook group? <laughs> And it was people inviting folks. That's awesome. If you're in there, invite your friends Mm -hmm. and let them decide whether they want to be in there or not. And if you're not in there and you're listening to this and you're on Facebook, join us up. Join up with us and we'll have some fun. And then post a link to a news story. Yeah. Post a funny meme. Sure. Or offer criticism on my English skills. Yeah, make fun of the way we talk. (laughs) All of those are welcome. We take all of that. Yes. You know, you, I, I'm, you know, I would just say, you know, I just realized I said it. So yeah, I'm in my own head now. I'm in my own head. This is going to be a great show. <laughs> it really is. Well, what news do you have this week? I got some great ones. I have a uh, soccer player who suspended, broke some rules. Okay. Broke a, a major rule. Polygamy's back in a big way too. <laughs> Did it ever really leave? Yeah. Well, on the books, I think it is. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. So polygamy's back for all of you out there who are just wanting to take on an extra spouse. Yeah. This could be your your time. <laughs> I'll you know? give you three guesses what state you need to head to. <laughs> and all three guesses are Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got that one. And then I got to decide on the last one I want to talk about. Okay. I don't know. All right. I don't know. Well, we have... We have some stories on, on over here on this end. We have a lady who was playing a violin during her operation. Okay. We have a former mayor candidate for the city of Colorado Springs that was up to some shady uh, business. Okay. You know, it's not uncommon for mayors to to do some shady dealings, but this one is is a little. I don't want to go. Odd. I don't want to go on record <laughs> after I spoke to a town city council last week, <laughs> right? About some of the dealings that I think might be going on in that one. But I would just acknowledge that I think there may be some mayors in the world who aren't necessarily on the up and up. But I want to start with this one. And, John, you've been married for a long time. I have. I but have. I'm sure you've been on first dates before. Yeah. You know, all the time. You have any bad first date stories or what was the worst one you ever been on? Well, I once I'm on a first date i guess you could call it a first date i kissed this girl and i don't think she'd ever like really kissed anybody yeah she's a preacher's daughter (laughs) and you know we were both young and she went back to school and told everybody i didn't know how to kiss but i knew how to kiss (laughs) and she did not know how to kiss and that was bad so really pretty tame 
I had a girl cry on a first date one time. Okay, too. well, that's, you've told that you've told me that story. Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> that, I didn't think about that right off. That's probably number one. That was our one and only date. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she was not comfortable with John. <laughs> I would like to say that she's a saint of a person too. By the way, I love her to death. Right. Saint of a person. In case she happens to listen, she knows exactly what's going on. And that was on me. That's my fault. Yeah, yeah. I, I bear full responsibility about it. And maybe one day we get our Patreon up account up. I'll tell that story for anybody who wants to pay and listen. <laughs> I would like to say that every first date I've been on has been amazing. Okay. Hi, I'm Date Mike. Nice to meet me. How do you like your eggs in the morning? Never been on a bad date. There you go, Tiny. The old (laughs) romance the stone over there, Tiny. But this one lady, how would you like to go on a a date? And uh, the event that has been decided that you're going to do is to rob a bank. (laughs) Okay. This is exciting. (laughs) You know? It keeps you on your toes. This comes from CNN, the headline. They met on a dating app, then he robbed a bank on their first date and forced her to be the getaway driver. Okay. That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I like this guy's moxie. <laughs> you know, you're trying to get like a little Bonnie and Clyde situation going. Let's just hit it on the first date. I'm trying you know? to give her an element of danger. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Some women like that. It, hey, it said in her profile she likes bad boys. That's right. That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought your worst first date story was bad. Hey, and this is another thing that I've been criticized for. How do you say Massachusetts? <laughs> That's how you say it, right? You want to know how I say it or how <laughs> it's supposed to be said? I say Massachusetts. Okay. Is that I, right? I think it's Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. 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 Anyway. A woman became an unexpected getaway driver after a man she met on a dating app robbed a bank on their first date. Christopher Castillo. Okay. A nice sounding name. Yeah. An unnamed woman's would-be Robin Hood pled guilty this week to armed robbery and three counts of assault and battery on a police officer, all committed on their first date on December 5th of 2016. Wow. So it's, this a is a new story, but it's been it's taken a while Wh- to get into the Wheels of justice move slow. Very slow. Yeah. Castillo was sentenced to three years in state prison for the robbery, plus two years in the Bristol County House of Corrections for violently struggling against and spitting on police who tried to subdue him, according to the district attorney's office. They really hate when you do that. <laughs> I'm t- I'm, there is a reason I'm not a police officer. But if yes. you spit on me, it would be Billy Club City for <laughs> yeah. you right upside the head. I know? mean, you don't have to do a whole lot yeah. for them to accuse you of resisting <laughs> arrest. <laughs> so yes. They really, really hate it yeah. when yeah. you resist arrest. Especially, no one wants to be spit on. No, no. nobody. I mean, except some... <laughs> I mean, there's some corners of the internet where I'm sure that that exists. But I think that's a different scenario. Yeah, that's not. Right. That's a voluntary that's not consensual. A bank robbery. <laughs> yeah. That's consensual, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it all started when the woman told police when she picked up Castillo from his parents' home in Chepachet, Rhode Island. Okay. Nailed and it. drove him 30 minutes east toward North Attleboro, Massachusetts. Sure. She said that he drank wine in the passenger seat of her Nissan Maxima, uh, which was also illegal, but he didn't he didn't catch a charge for that. Wait a minute now. It's illegal to drink in the passenger seat. I, I thought you couldn't have an open bottle of alcohol in the car at all. Could you? I mean, it probably varies state by state, but that's certainly the case here, isn't it? 
I'm not clear on the law <laughs> on that. Any lawyers I, out there listening to this, email into the show. I may or may have not have been passenger <laughs> okay. a few times in my life. Yeah. Well, you can't drink and drive. It doesn't say you can't drink and ride. Exactly, right? <laughs> I'm not. As long as he's sober. You know, my buddy's driving. He's sober. Uh, that was the 80s, so. <laughs> 90s, okay. Yeah. If it was the 80s, I'd been drinking when I was like 12. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, the two had never met in person before that fateful day, she told police. So why would she think anything was wrong when he told her to pull over as they approached a bank? Okay. Yeah. Get some money for our day. <laughs> you just need to go hit up the ATM. That's right. You know, I mean, where do you think he was taking her? I don't, I don't know. But, but. The Wawa. <laughs> you <know>? Wawa. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna need some cash for that. That's right. Uh, he got out of her car, he left her there alone for a few minutes, and then suddenly he came running back, sweating with sunglasses, a hat, a gun, and a thousand dollars cash in hand. Heck yeah. And he told her, effing go. <laughs> did she, did she effing go? <laughs> it said that, it says that she panicked and she told police that she did as she was told, which exactly. was the right decision in that moment. I mean, you could, could have gotten out of the car, right? Yeah, but he's got a gun, though. You yeah. don't know what a guy with a gun's going to do. He don't want to add murder onto all of this, right? Well, a normal thinking person wouldn't want to do that. That's but a good point. Sometimes there's criminals who that's a good point. They don't think that way. Yeah. And I've, let me just say, make a timeout right here for all our ladies out there, single ladies listening. Um, don't go out with a guy who don't have his own car. Like you, <laughs> you don't need to be picking up and ferrying around any dudes. All right. <laughs> Number two. If he cracks open a bottle of wine in the passenger seat, that's a red flag right there. Right. Okay. <laughs> if you if you ignore my first piece of advice. That's what we two, call strike two. <laughs> yeah. If he cracks open a bottle of wine, it's time to end the date right there. Okay. Strike three. He runs from the bank. That's wearing right. Sunglasses and a hat. Yeah. With a thousand dollars cash in his yes. hand and waving a gun. Yeah. <laughs> that's strike three. But no, you don't <clears throat> ladies, don't be dating no guy that doesn't have <laughs> yeah. a car. It says that the district attorney's office fills in the blanks on what happened while he was inside the bank. Castillo walked into the Bristol County Savings Bank branch in North Attleboro and showed a bank teller a gun. He demanded $1,000. You know, if you're robbing a bank, why not just go big? <laughs> go big. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're, you're catching a case yeah. for this. You're getting like you liquor should, store money here. <laughs> you need to empty out the yeah. drawers. Oh, exactly. You know, open up everything. The I, want, I, want the, I want the quarters. Oh, yeah. I, you know? Safety deposit boxes too back there. I want to see what people got. You know, that'd be some rare coins or something back there. He told the teller that he was really hurting. Okay, so he needed this thousand dollars. I got this girl. I think things are going well. You know, yes, <laughs> she may be the one. <laughs> they tell. We'll see here in a minute if she if she if she actually drives me away from here. <laughs> the teller handed him the money, and he ran back out to his date's Maxima and ordered her to step on it. His accidental accomplice obeyed at first, but once she spotted flashing sirens from North Attleboro Police. Cruisers on their tail, she immediately pulled over and walked away from the car. Castello stayed inside, and he ducked from police. Dude, they know you're there. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> I mean, what's he going to do? Hide in the glove box? Yeah, I don't know. Try to get under the seat? Uh, police pulled him out of his date's car. As he violently struggled, he spit on them, and he told them that his gun wasn't loaded. Well, I don't trust you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, the cops are not going to just take your word on that. No. One. 
After he was subdued and handcuffed, police searched the car and they found a 44 caliber handgun, which is... Oh, yeah. That's a big boy. That's a big boy. <laughs> trying to kill an elephant. That's not know? a 9mm Saturday Night Special. That that goes Dirty Harry <laughs> out here robbing banks. You that's, know? that's what we call a wheel gun. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was an antique that belonged to his stepfather. Oh, no. <laughs> he got his stepdad's hunting <laughs> gun. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? You think he had like a, what do they call the little? Like a powder horn? Is that what you're talking <laughs> no, about? No, no, no. The, the little backpack that you wear around your fanny pack. Oh, a fanny pack. I, I got you. I hope he had it in a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good visual. Oh, and that $1,000, the the police found that in his wallet. Of so, course. <laughs> he stashed it right away. He was sentenced to five years. So that story comes from Sherry Heron. Emailed it into the show this week. Only five. He's only five. Okay. He, he's, he, He'll you know, probably get he's, off with some good behavior. You he's know? probably going to be out before this podcast is finished. That's true. You know? He'll uh, have another ad up on Tinder or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this had to be like a midday date, too. You know, because the yeah. bank, you know, Cause, the say, bank ain't staying open late. <laughs> no, right. So when the sun goes down, the bank is closed. Yeah. At least around here. Now, I don't know how it is up north. They may have, you know, bigger cities and stuff. I Maybe, don't know. but. I but, think the the absolute latest a bank is open around here is five. Yeah, five, which maybe, means which means they're really done at four thirty. Yeah, so <laughs> sometimes on payday they'll drive through at some banks yeah. to stay open until five thirty. Right, know, so you can get over there right after work. But but, yeah. if, but if the bank hours say five o'clock and it's a weekday, they're probably oh, yeah. they've locked they up. They get mad at, at you if you in there that <laughs> yes. late. I know <laughs> it's almost as bad as going in a restaurant right before closing time. Yeah, that vibe you get from the people back there. It, ladies, just be aware mm-hmm. that your man that you may be going on a date with might be involved with some felonious activities. You know. <laughs> So let's vet these people before we start going out with them a little bit. Hmm. How how do you do that? I've been out of the dating scene for a long time. Oh, not as I know, long as I have. As I say, I know back in my day, to vet somebody, you basically just had to ask all her friends what she was like. Yeah, right. I would imagine now with all the like technology that's involved mm-hmm. with dating, which is a nightmare to me. Like if Deidre <laughs> ever leaves me, there's no way I could ever find another woman. Oh, you can. Well, yeah. You just may have to adjust your expectations a little. I'll say, yeah, that lady at the <laughs> convenience store who loves me, by the way, yeah. loves me. She thinks I'm great. Now, she got a little bit of a mustache. It's going to tickle when we kiss. But... And missing a tooth or two. But she's a beautiful personality. Okay. (laughs) Lovely woman. Beautiful on the inside. Yeah. Beautiful on the inside. Only you can see inside. That's right. Now, on the outside, need a little work. Let's just be honest. Okay. And I know where I'm at too. I'm not a 10. I'm not a 10. I'm a solid five now. I like to think I'm beautiful on the inside as well. When I was about maybe in my mid-twenties, I probably peaked at around a seven, right. you know, mm-hmm. maybe seven and a half on a good day. But now I know I've slipped back down, <laughs> let myself go a little bit. Yeah. So it'd be tough for me. Well, three kids would do it to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And horrible eating habits and no exercise. <laughs> yes. That'll all do it. Losing all your money, that'll age you a little bit, too. But one know? thing you won't do is rob a bank on their first date. Nah, that's a third date move right there. <laughs> yes. You know, that's, that's a third dater. You don't do that on the first date. <laughs> yeah. So I always thought a really good first date move to do 
you know, if I got back into it, it's like right when I pick the girl up, I'd be like, look, let's go ahead and get this out of the way and kiss right now. And if you don't want to, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. You know, like if you don't want to, let's then we don't have to have that awkward moment at the end of the night. You know, that sounds so creepy. Oh, yeah, I know <laughs> it is. But here's the thing. If she doesn't want to, then I got plenty of time to find another girl to go out with me. Because it's the first date. I was like, well, that's good. Let's wrap this up right now. Nice to meet you. And I get back on Tinder and find another one. Can I get a good reference? I'll find find one that will kiss me in the first part of the day. You know? You got to just shoot your shot, really. I used to have this excellent move where I would uh, take a dinner napkin and, like, underneath the table, I would crumple it up and fold it into a paper rose. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, is that for real? Did you really do that? For real. Whoa. I went to school with a guy who showed me how to do it. it wow. Excellent move. Bonus points. Uh, after you do that, you can like turn around and do that for like the kids. Like okay. if you're ever at, you know, dinner with like a, like families, like a church event or something, sure. you can fold up paper napkins for like, you know, the, the kids or whatever. And if you would do that to me, my heart would melt. <laughs> you know? I would be putty in your hands, Tiny. That's an amazing movie. That's like something out of a movie. Oh, it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, is this your rose? You know, like, yeah. Hand it to us. Amazing. <laughs> yep. That's beautiful. Wow. Anybody that wants to know that, uh, you know what? I should, well, I should make an instructional video, but then not post it on YouTube for everybody. Yeah. Only send that to people in the audience. Maybe just put it in the Facebook group. <laughs> That's what know? I need to do. That's yeah. it. Tiny, Tiny's ways of the world. <laughs> Get you in a tuxedo or like a nice restaurant. <laughs> I should have done this for Valentine's Day. Shoot it like a point of view video. Yeah. Okay. I got some videos I could put out there for Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know? Let's say my moves are great, too. All right? Yeah. You know, not PG-13, okay? <laughs> Definitely in rated R territory. Possibly moving towards rated X. So right. It just depends on camera angles and everything. <laughs> um, so... I don't know if we need to put my videos out there. <laughs> I don't think we should. They work, though. <laughs> just kept this woman happy for a long, long time. 90% you know? of the time, they work every time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we did have a discussion the other day about switching sides of the bed. Okay. Which is radical, because we've slept on the same side of the bed for forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, since we've been married. And then I got to thinking, like, after we talked about it in the morning, I was like, Man, all my moves come from this side of the bed. Like, I'm going to have to go southpaw on everything, and that's going to be tough. Yeah. So I decided I, I, I asked that conversation. Gotcha. Can't, can't be going lefty, and that'll mess. I'll mess up. I'll poke an eye out or something. You know? <laughs> can't do that. So speaking of marriage. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful institution, except if you've been burned in a marriage before, you probably <laughs> right. don't think it's as wonderful as I do. But some people have marriages that are so great, they just want to go and do it again. Yeah, right. Exactly. They <laughs> yeah, want to, why, why stop at one? Exactly. Utah senators pass a bill to decriminalize polygamy. So This has been a long time coming. Long time coming. <laughs> long time coming. And apparently this is a senator who did it. Okay. A bill would effectively decriminalize polygamy and dispel fears of prosecution for plural marriages among consenting adults, and it sailed through the Utah Senate on Tuesday. Senator Deidre Henderson's bill would reclassify bigamy as an infraction, codifying the practice of the Utah's Attorney General's Office not to prosecute otherwise law-abiding polygamists. So what they're saying is they're basically going to be like a traffic ticket. So you can right. get it and there's no like threat of jail time mm-hmm. or anything like that. Uh, they decriminalize it, but 
can you still get like a fine or something? That's what I imagine they probably okay. put a little fine on it. Well, what do you have to go get a divorce, or are you going to get fined again next time they pull you over and you have two wives? <laughs> I don't know. You know they're sisters. Yeah, sister wives. <laughs> sister wives. You just leave out the wives part. Yeah. The measure, which was uh, SB one hundred and two, cleared the Senate by a unanimous vote after scant debate, and now heads to the House. Current Utah law makes polygamy a felony punishable up to five years in prison. So. Pretty serious deal. It can be up to 15 years if the defendant is also convicted of fraud, child abuse, sexual abuse, domestic abuse, or human smuggling or trafficking. That's wild. What are, you, yeah. what are, what are we doing out here in Utah? You know? <laughs> Henderson's bill would leave intact these enhanced penalties and add a few more crimes under which polygamy could be a felony, punishable by up to 15 years uh, in prison. Senate Majority Leader Evan Vickers who's from Cedar City out there in Utah, for all our Utah listeners, yeah, stressed that bad actors are still going to be penalized under the legislation. Henderson is from Spanish Fort. She's argued that decriminalizing bigamy will encourage victims of crime to come out of the shadows and report abuse without fear of prosecution. Okay, so okay, now we're getting so, to the root of it. Right. In these isolated, insular communities, that's where a lot of the problems can really escalate, Henderson told reporters Tuesday. And that's where the bad people can really and have weaponized the law in order to keep their victims silent and isolated in their control. So that's her motivation behind it. Okay. So so her argument is not to take a, a goofy story and, and take a dark turn, but she's talking about these communities out there in rural Utah. Yeah. Where they're like rural. taking child brides and stuff. Yeah. And all okay. that weirdo stuff. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You know, and I'm sure we got some Latter-day Saint listeners and not trying to make fun of you or anything like that. I don't want anybody to take it wrong. You know, that, you know, I think it's a very curious aspect of your <laughs> religion. Fundamentalist religion yeah, of your fundamentalist. I was about religion. to say the mainline branch has. Yeah, know, they pretty much denounced it, right? Well, they towed the line when the when the government told them to knock it off. Okay, so. yeah, all right. I don't know the history. But of then the there's like splinter groups out there who are like, right, like no, it's, it's like uh, what's yeah. the crazy Baptist church? You know, oh Westboro this, Baptist, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like we, nobody, no real Baptist association. I was about to say they're there. bad. They're Baptist in name only. Yeah, like right. they have yeah. officially been denounced by uh, pretty yeah. much every Baptist Everybody. group out there. I don't even think they do covered dish supper. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. it's all just like let's hold up signs in the most inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Let's hold up inappropriate signs let's in the just, most inappropriate places. <laughs> let's just uh, hate people. Yeah, let's know? just hate everyone because <laughs> right. that's what Jesus wants, right? Yes. Like. It's clear right here in, in <laughs> Scripture for me to hold up signs outside of a fallen soldier's funeral. The, the best way to change minds and bring someone over to your side is to just, you know, shout at them and tell them how much you hate them and yeah, tell them right. they're going to burn in hell. Exactly. That's how you get them to change their yeah. ways and start coming to church. That's the one thing. I mean, <laughs> you know, we have the one instance of Jesus, like, flipping over the tables, right? Yeah. Pretty much everything's pretty Seemed like calm, cool, collected guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Very loving, very caring. Now, straightforward with his message. Mm -hmm. uh, didn't really beat around the bush a whole lot. No. But there's not a whole lot of what Westboro does. Like, I wonder when they read the Bible where they're like, if they just focus on that one. Well, he flipped, he got mad, flipped <laughs> over the tables, you know? Well, remember that one, there was that one passage where uh, they brought a, a woman to him. He yeah. had been caught in adultery. Exactly, yeah. And they wanted to stone her. Yeah. 
And what did he say? Did, did he, you know, I feel like if West Burrow would have been there, no. they would have been picking up the oh, stones. That had the biggest rocks. <laughs> Ready to go. Exactly. Yeah. Instead, Jesus said, uh, he who is without sin cast the first stone. That's right. Which meant he could have. Right. He's but the only he didn't. one. Yeah. And you know he's got an amazing fastball. You know? <laughs> yes. You know he does. You know he can hum it in. There's Jesus. He's the son of God. Right. Well, he says Killer that. Killer <laughs> Well, he says that, and uh, everyone leaves. Right. And then he asked the lady, he says, well, where are your accusers? And she's like, well, they've all left. And he's like, well, I don't condemn you either. Yeah. Go and sin no more. Go and sin he, no more. That's did, a big, big I was one. about to say, he yeah. didn't say it's okay what you did. Right. He just said, I don't condemn you for that. Don't do it anymore. Right. Yeah. Done That's deal. Huge. Yes. Huge. We should get a meet up with the Westboro <laughs> people and try to talk. If anybody knows them. Yeah. Where are they based? They're like based out of Kansas, right? Or somewhere like that. I have that. no idea. I would like to, let's get them on the podcast. You know? <laughs> well. <laughs> I bet you they would hate us. You know how funny that would be? It would be so hilarious. Yes. It would, they would absolutely hate us. And that would be amazing to me. You know? I would just be like, as a fellow Baptist here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Meanwhile, like the Southern Baptists are like, we denounce earth oddity. That's right. <laughs> like we get lumped right in with them. Could be huge publicity for us, though. You know? Yeah. Speaking of which, want well, Welcome once again, all the Pass Assault Live listeners <laughs> that are checking in on us. You know, we really appreciate y'all. Coach Dave, I'm sure you've checked us out. Yeah. Hope everything's going well with you and your lawsuit against the NFL. So, yeah. Yeah, I would love to love to get the Westboro guys on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be a good one. Man. That would be an episode for the ages. <laughs> it would. But we probably would be guilty by association in some way. People, you know, how it's yeah, like yeah. cancel culture now. Uh-huh. Everybody looks at a what look for a way to cancel you. So we would get uh, probably caught up in that. Like we're but normalizing then, their say, behavior. But, but when that happens, like there's 50 percent of people out there that love what you did. And then 50 yeah. percent of the people cancel you. True. So maybe it would be good. I don't know. It got Trump to the White House. <laughs> it did. You know, I mean, let's, just, let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah. Might get him reelected. I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, you got any- any- Well, if you're in Utah. Yeah. You know. Number one, if you're a bride in Utah and you've snuck around and downloaded our podcast <laughs> and your husband is like beating you and treating you wrong and all that, get ready to come forward and rat him out. Yeah. Right? Because you can't get in trouble for being his second or third wife now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't go to jail for 15 years now. Yeah. Hopefully if this passes the house. Mm-hmm. So get ready to come on out with it, you know, and I will say. Any spouse that's beating on their other spouse, regardless of gender, you know, we think of it as men. But I'm sure there's some cases where women abuse men, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's probably primarily men, if we're just being honest. Well, that's what the statistics bear out. Yeah, Yeah, those people are the scum of the earth. They are. You know, they should be kicked in the groin repeatedly (laughs) by a a firing squad of nut kickers. But Mm -hmm. I was raised to never hit a woman. Oh, I was, too. Oh, Yeah. yeah. Dude and I don't hit on each other unless it's playtime, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's how we like to do it every once in a while. Not all the time, you know, just got to spice it up every once in a while, you know? It's all consensual, though. We got a safe word. Banana, by the way. <laughs> just in case anybody's ever wondering. Okay. Just throw a little banana out there. Let's take a, take a pause, okay? <laughs> this is a double entendre, by the way, just in case. We got it. Yeah. Not to get too deep. <laughs> No pun <laughs> So our next story comes from J.D. Westfall, and this is a woman plays the violin during brain surgery. Nice. Is that not crazy? 
It is crazy. Uh, they were trying to remove a brain tumor in London, and they just they just had to play her instrument. So in London? Yes. So this is what socialized medicine gets you. <laughs> you got to entertain yourself during surgery. <laughs> if, if they would have been trying to remove a brain tumor from me, I would have been like, playing playstation portable <laughs> i don't know what i would have i'd have probably been complaining the whole time john would have been trying to podcast over there <laughs> it might be better it might be. like can you take out the uh portion of my brain that <laughs> says, you know. say you know all the time yes yeah a patient recovering from surgery and returning to something they love is celebration worthy seeing the pa- the patient doing that mid-surgery might raise a few eyebrows yeah Dagmar Turner, 53, played the violin as doctors at King's College Hospital in London attempted to remove a brain tumor that she's been battling since 2013. In a statement, the hospital said the surgery was done with Turner awake and playing to ensure the patient's brain responsible for delicate hand movements and coordination weren't damaged. Oh, wow. So, they, she, you know, she wants to get rid of this tumor, but she still wants to be able, be able to, to play. play. So they had her play while they operated on her brain. Now, I know this is morbid, but what do you do if you're the doctor and all of a sudden she just like drops a violin <laughs> and she doesn't play, can't play anymore? You're like, oh. And she's awake, so you got to address it. Yeah. Like, I, I, that, that, <laughs> My bad. That's, that, I'm sorry, ma'am. We're going to get this fixed, yeah. okay? This happens all the time. Or what if, like, Toy Story 3, you, like, flip it in Spanish mode and she starts speaking <laughs> Spanish? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, video of the procedure shows Turner playing with her eyes closed, surrounded by doctors. The procedure performed by Professor Kayo Mars Ashan Nailed it. and a team was observed by, oh, here's another one of those words, and I've said it before, anesthetist. Anesthetist? Anesthetist. These are the people who... Uh, who are responsible for the drugs yeah, going right, in yeah. during yeah, they surgery. Give you the drug. And a therapist, according to the hospital. Doctors first opened her skull while she was under anesthesia, and then they woke her and asked her to play something while her tumor was being removed. The hospital stated that the tumor was located in the right frontal lobe of her brain, close to an area that controls the fine movement of her left hand, which Turner uses to play. Wow. Ashan is also a dedicated musician who plays the piano, according to the hospital. Turner plays the violin in the Isle of Wright Symphony Orchestra. The tumor in her brain was discovered after she suffered a seizure during a symphony. We knew how important the violin is to Dagmar, so it was vital that we preserve function in the delicate areas of her brain that allowed her to play. Ashan said in a statement, We managed to remove over 90% of the tumor, including all the areas suspicious of aggressive activity, while retaining full function in her left hand. Wow. Ashan in King's College Hospital removes about 400 tumors per year, and this was the first time he did so while a patient played an instrument. He added that he often wakes up patients mid-procedure so that they can perform language tests. I guess kind of like a... <laughs> like a sound check or you know well, I tell you what when you're language, defragmenting your yeah, hard drive <laughs> I tell you what language they'd be getting if they woke me up in the middle of a surgery <laughs> holy crap holy crap holy crap I'm a little worse than that <laughs> like after they took my wisdom teeth out yeah. I was spitting galls out just just rattling them off everyone I've ever heard yeah uh, in a statement released by the hospital Turner thanked the doctors for planning out the procedure and said the violin is my passion I've been playing since I was 10 years old 
the only thing I have stuck to for that long is video games. Oh, yeah? So I don't have anything. There's I have no talent in my life that yeah. I've just dedicated my life to and gotten really good at. I'm not good much at all, really. I wouldn't say I've dedicated my life to it, and I'm certainly not good, but I've been playing the guitar that long. You're a talented musician. No, no, <laughs> I am not. Now, Brian Hume, who is probably listening to this episode, is a great musician. Mm-hmm. I play guitar with him, and he is a talented musician. I am of at the guitar level that if you don't know how to play guitar, you're like, wow, John's really good. <laughs> but if you know how to play right. guitar, you're like, wow, John's really average. And I'm okay being well, that I would way. say you're better than your typical Sunday morning praise band talent level maybe i don't know they used to ask me to play with the praise band you know well you're too good for them no i was like you nobody wants an old man up on the stage you know like you guys are all in your like flannels and skinny jeans y'all want me up there like business casual with my high riding guitar you like all where there's low like they're cool and i'm up when i strap up mine's up here high yeah that's how i play when i sit down and mm-hmm. anyway so yeah i always decline that because i don't even have hair gel it just says that she was well enough to return home after three days after the procedure. So, well, good for her. Yeah. I'm glad. I hope that. Uh, amazing video. Yes. Amazing video. video. She was like, I'm going viral with this. You know? <laughs> Imagine if you're the uh, surgeon. Can you just like hit the skip button if you don't like, <laughs> don't the, like the particular piece that she's playing? <laughs> well, I was thinking like, uh, is there not another way to measure fine motor movements and stuff? You know, well, could we not just like give her a clicker or like a fidget spinner or something? It's like, I don't know. I'm saying, like, that's a violin and it's probably expensive. And yeah. what if she drops it or, you know, it gets damaged <laughs> or, you know, she pokes herself in the eye with a bow or something? I don't know, you know? Or he Seems like, like hits the, he punches like the, the heavy metal part of the brain and she like bashes <laughs> the violin on the floor <laughs> and starts well, screaming. The good news is at the end of her surgery, the devil laid that golden fiddle down at her feet. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) What is it? He laid the golden fiddle at the feet of the surgeon. That's right. Because really, he was the one who was having her play it. (laughs) They say the surgeon's the best it's ever been. I don't know. (laughs) Was it a, there was a commercial for some, some website or something where there's a brain surgeon. And he's like doing brain surgery, but he's got the guy like typing on a laptop looking oh, yeah? for flights or something. No, <laughs> You've never seen, seen that? that? No, no, I don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> we'll have to dig that up. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's wild. And you know, like if the if the video would be ten times cooler if she was playing "The Devil Went Down to Georgia" <laughs> or like some bluegrass <laughs> yes. on pen or something like that, it'd be really cool. That'd <laughs> that would be, be cool, amazing. Well, let's move on to something that um, I have teenagers. And yes. Now, well, I have one. You teenager. have one teenager and one soon to be I have, teenager. Yeah, one twelve-year-old. Yes, and a nine-year-old daughter. And sex education is important. We actually kind of broached this last episode, I think. Okay. That you know we don't really uh, we don't shy away from talking how about many, sex. How many house. of your children have you had the air quotes here? The talk with? two. Okay, two Hudson and Thomas. Okay, Thomas. What age really did well. they get it? Thomas was going into sixth grade. Okay. Because we were watching something on TV and two horses were humping. <laughs> and, and he said, what well, are they doing? No, Thomas got up and did like a humping dance while they were doing it. <laughs> and so I was like, 
I guess he knows, <laughs> yeah. but he really didn't know when I had the talk with him. And Did he? he like, uh, in my mind, I like to imagine Thomas looked at you and said, "What are they doing?" And then yeah. you, not wanting to fully come divulge the truth, said that one the one horse like hurt his front legs, <laughs> and the other horse was just, just helping him along. Give him a ride. And then uh, Thomas says, "Well, that's just like real life, Dad." <laughs> and you're like, well, "What are you talking about?" It's like, "Well, you try to help someone else out, and you get screwed." <laughs> 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 yeah, so I've had the talk. Hudson, okay. Hudson was not interested in the talk. Okay, because he had already because like at the end of like their sixth grade year, they have a sex mm-hmm. ed basically explaining the mechanics of it all. So you just let the state <laughs> teach your children about sex. Well, when I went to tell him about it, because you may or may not know this, uh, the average age worldwide of people engage in sex for the first time is twelve years old. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, now that's worldwide. I was about to say okay. I was uh I was a decade late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not no comment. Uh, but uh but when I told him he was just like, I yeah, I know dad. I know. You know, and I know, I know. And so then I had to like ramp it up and be like, Well, do you know what this means? Like, you're gonna be hearing this stuff at school, you know. Like, I don't want you getting mistaken out here. And, so anyways, and, and Hudson's just like, Dad, stop. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I don't remember who posted this in the group, but this article was up in our group, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, a dad has slammed a school after a leaflet tells teens to suck toes <laughs> rather than have sex. Okay. Okay. Some people are into that, by the way. <laughs> right. Was this a, well, I don't want to take your joke. I'll cut that out. No. I'll let you make the joke. <laughs> I don't know that I'll make it or not. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't even remember what joke I had. <laughs> I was going to say, I forget how I was going to term it or how you said it, but something about like, uh, was this leaflet written by Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> yes. That's right. I'd already forgotten that. <laughs> Carl Lawrence could be my kin folks. I'm kin to a lot of Lawrences on my mom's side. My mom is a Lawrence from Tildesi said he was bewildered and shocked by the recommendations in the sexual health advice sheet that his 14-year-old Emma acquired from Shevington High School in Wigan. Have no idea where any of these places are. <laughs> Wigan. The leaflet titled 101 Ways to Show Someone You Love Them Without Having Sex suggested teenagers could suck toes, <laughs> nibble ears, or buy their partner's underwear. Okay. <laughs> Watch out for that third one. That one's going to really cost you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then, from experience, okay? <laughs> like, I have never really bought my wife a pair of underwear that she enjoyed. You know? <laughs> They've always been a purchase I made. I was like, now I liked every yeah, one of them. For me, for her to wear. Right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Those things are not in the regular rotation. <laughs> okay. Uh, Don't even know if she still has them. Carl also learned that children younger than year nine had been given the material, which was created by Spectrum Community Health. The father said, I understand children need to be made aware of the world, but should we really be promoting fetishes in year nine? I think this is Canada. Okay. <laughs> right. I know in, uh, I watched Trailer Park Boys. You ever watch Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> I haven't. Okay. Not a great Baptist show. <laughs> all right. But they refer to it like as getting your grade 10 and all that. Okay. So maybe this is from Canada. Gotcha. 
Jacqueline can tell us, maybe, when she <laughs> yes. calls in to correct all our grammar. <laughs> the first thing that stood out was suck their toes. That's quite niche, he says. Uh, he's He's got a point. Like, it, if a kid's into that, they're probably going to figure it out. Yeah. I don't oh, think yeah. they need to read this Go in on. literature. If they don't have a girlfriend, they're going to have to be limber. <laughs> you know? <laughs> There were some ideas I was really shocked at. I don't think that they've hit the target demographic. There's no way I think a 14-year-old should be reading this. When I spoke to my daughter, I said, you know, this isn't the only way to do things. (laughs) In fact, this this is kind of way down on the list. (laughs) That's a bad joke. I was going to say, that sentence makes this conversation take a decidedly Alabama turn. (laughs) I will say, if you have a partner that's willing to suck your toes, yeah, I would hope that they're willing to do other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never tried it out. <laughs> no, just just a little have you not. Know, just like the little, you know, this piggy is roast beef one. You ain't got to get the big <laughs> one up in there, right? You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, just just see. You never know what you like till you try it, Tiny. That's all I'm saying. You well, know? you got. <laughs> It's not my thing, not Dieter's thing either, but, you know, just got to see what's out there. Anyways, uh, surely if Dieter ever listens to this podcast, you know, she just decides to start back one day, it is going to not be good. (laughs) It's going to be another rough spot. Oh, yes. Surely they can just enjoy each other's company, he said. They can go for walks, watch a film, go to Burger King, and go to the park. Mm Mm-hmm. There's tons of things she can do that don't involve getting someone's big toe in her mouth. A good I can point. say, you don't need to start out with a big toe, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't think that's where you go with it, first of all. Carl has urged educa- educators to proofread this type of material in the future and think carefully about what they distribute to students. He said, we should be saying there are alternatives to the physical side of things, but I don't think we should be pointing them in the direction of every other possibility. Yeah. I think when it comes to children, as parents and responsible adults, we safeguard them. There are certain things kids should learn about through their life. Kids like to explore and find things out themselves. <laughs> That's usually how they end up having sex. I hate to break up <laughs> the news to it. Yes. You know? <laughs> and uh, Emma commented, Every Monday, we have an hour lesson learning about things in the book. We were all looking at it and laughing, and we asked the teacher, and she said, you don't know if you like it until you try it. That's what I said, (laughs) right? Right. You know, sometimes you don't know until you're in the middle of something. That is actually cool. (laughs) If I was in that class, I would be the kid that was raising the hand being like, well, what about peeing on people? (laughs) Can you display you love somebody by peeing on them? (laughs) I'm going to pee on you. Because you can also tell somebody you hate them by being yeah, on true. them. That's Fine true. line there. It's, you got to get in the shower for that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Or you're going to have to buy a really good mattress cover. You know? And then Which, you just, you watch just the- say, we sell some great ones at Spiller Furniture <laughs> and Mattress. If you're out there listening, yeah. uh, 15 stores in Alabama, Mississippi, come on by. We have, uh, they will protect your mattress 100%. From okay? urine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Urine, body fluids, what all about, kind of stuff. What about Dead a skin? What about a what about a Cleveland steamer? <laughs> yeah, they they will, they will, a hundred percent. The testing on that was amazing. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, we've gone too far. We, <laughs> we were all telling the others and asking, have you been told to suck people's toes? They said, yes, it was giving, given out to one year above and one year below. Now, Spectrum Community Health defended its leafless contents and said they were helping young people make safer choices. True. <laughs> yeah. Right? A spokesperson at Spectrum's Relationships and Sex Education Program provides information and support to young people throughout their high school journey, helping them make safer choices. From year nine onwards, we also introduce our RSE magazine, which is adapted every year in response to the feedback from young people, parents, and schools. The 101 Ways were created by teenagers and are referenced by Spectrum in the context of the classroom lessons they support. Standard mumbo jumbo, corporate mumbo jumbo Mm -hmm. from these people. All I would say is uh, if you're sucking toes, you're not that far from having sex, anyways. (laughs) If you're not already, if it just doesn't happen spontaneously in the middle of it, you know? Yeah. So, uh, might want to strike that one off the list. But I also thought it would be interesting to have a conversation about what are some alternatives teenagers can do, Tiny? What would something you would suggest? Uh, peeing on people. Okay. I was going to go. I was going to go with read the Bible. Okay. Wow. You that's really a, look bad right now. That's a better one. You look real bad right now. <laughs> on the playback when we get to heaven, that's going to look bad for you. Okay. For me, I'm going to look pretty, pretty good. Okay. Yeah. So. I'll be like, Dad, gummit, John's house was bigger on earth and John's <laughs> mansion's going to be bigger in heaven. What, what we got to do. Is go like it is in Baptist youth group and tell all of them if you hold hands, you'll get pregnant. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's pretty much how it works. Right? What was it on Family Matters? Do you remember where? I don't know. Carl was having a nightmare where he was in the future and Urkel and his daughter, oh, Laura, wow. were married and he like kissed her and she got pregnant magically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, holding hands leads to kissing. Yeah. Kissing leads to. Other stuff, heavy petting. <laughs> heavy petting leads to sex. It's just the way it works. Okay. Yeah. And That's then pretty much how it starts with me and Deidre every time. And then, Holding hands. And then in, in the Baptist circles, uh, sex leads to dancing, which is the really <laughs> bad right. thing. Then that will definitely send you to hell. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, mercy. Uh, anyways, if you got a teen out there like I do, you know. Maybe gloss over the sucking on toes part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the nibbling the ears, you know, I could allow that. Gonna have to run a Q-tip around there before I start nibbling <laughs> on it, though. You know? Yeah. Let's just make sure. I don't know. You like funky stuff getting in my mouth. All right. Well, this next story here is, uh, it's very serious, but it's, it's, it's odd. Former Colorado Springs mayor, mayoral candidate accused of drugging a new mom with a cupcake and then trying to steal her baby. Oh, wow. A Washington state woman who unsuccessfully ran for mayor of Colorado Springs in 2019 has been accused of trying to kidnap a three-week-old baby. The 38-year-old, according to authorities, went by several aliases, was released on a $50,000 bond, and is expected to be arraigned Tuesday. Juliet Parker and her teenage daughter are suspected of posing as photographers and drugging a new mother to try and steal her infant. Wow. Again. I've heard of the photographer and drugging, (laughs) you know, but never to steal an infant. Again, three weeks old. That is small. That is little. Yes. 
Yeah, but you got to get if you're going to kidnap a baby, you know, from experience, if you're going to kidnap a baby, you got to get them when they're young, you know, but not that young. Yeah, yeah. You want to go young. You got to imprint on them, you know, so they don't know any better. You can't go snatching a six year old. Yeah, but now you're feeding them six times a day and yeah, staying up all night, staying up all night, changing a lot of those little like baby diapers. Yeah, you need to let at least a year go by. Yeah, not that not that I'm the world's foremost expert on kidnapping. No, but that does bring me back to a friend of mine, Caleb, who's also mm-hmm. uh, probably listening here, an amazing musician in his own right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had the idea for a kid's betting service called Kidnappers. You <laughs> 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 sell like kids' beds. Nice. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Great idea. Anyway, since her arrest, authorities tell CBS News more than 10 people say that Parker came to their homes to take photos. Investigators believe that she was searching for the baby that she wanted to steal. Authorities say Parker used social media to lure in unsuspecting moms, offering free maternity and newborn photos. She said that she wanted to build her portfolio, but detectives allege her real motive was much, much more sinister. Hmm. Uh, she wanted a girl, said Ed Troyer of the Pierce County Sheriff's Department. She wanted them five weeks and younger so she could raise it herself and take it out of state and pretend it was a newborn of her own. That's just, that's bizarre. That's very bizarre. A mom in Washington State answered the post inviting Parker into her home three times. Police said that the woman spotted Parker taking selfies with the baby and wiping down her fingerprints from items she touched in the home. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty incriminating. (laughs) That's two red flags there. That's two. (laughs) How many more signs do you need? I mean, are these free photos really worth it? That's right. Yes. I mean, the iPhone 10 or the... the Whatever you iPhone XR or whatever. I'm still back down in the seven land. (laughs) It takes pretty good photos. Okay. Uh, during the third visit, authorities said that Parker and her 16-year-old daughter gave the woman a cupcake. The mom suddenly began vomiting and oh. feeling numb and drowsy. Wow. She ordered the two to leave and then called 911, only to realize that her house keys were stolen. Mm-hmm. Of course. Standard <laughs> kidnapper move. They put drugs in a cupcake, and then she ate it, and then they attempted to take her kid. Parker and her daughter were arrested at their house about 40 miles south of Seattle. Parker has been charged with attempted kidnapping and assault. Her attorney declined to speak with CBS this morning. Authorities haven't released details about Parker's daughter because she's a minor. As for the alleged victim, she's been released from the hospital. Victoria Morris, who met Parker after responding to the Facebook post, said that something seemed off about her. She used her sleeve to open the front door, and when she came into the house, she wouldn't even sit in a chair, but instead she sat on the ground. Parker took photos of the expectant mother and was supposed to be inside the delivery room with her, but as it turns out, Morris gave birth on the day Parker was arrested. Hmm. I was in shock, but I also didn't want to believe it, to be honest, because I was just upset about it, said Morris. I do think there should be a warning to other... I do think this should be a warning to other moms. It makes me anxious to know that people like this can be so manipulative and really work their way into your life, and it's easy to get caught up in it. Authorities say that the 38-year-old Parker, who unsuccessfully ran for mayor of Colorado Springs last year, operated under several aliases, including Juliet Noel and Juliet Gaines. Hmm. In a ballotopedia, how do you say that? Ballotopedia? Yeah, ballotpedia. In a ballotpedia candidate survey, she filled out for in 2019, 
She filled out for the 2019 mayoral race. Parker describes the qualities that she had that she felt would make her a successful office holder. Honest, good moral code and compass, caring, respectful, smart, understanding, common sense, passionate, ethics, ability to think outside the box. <laughs> so, definitely that last one. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> also, I, a good knowledge of forensics. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to go back and say, I've never kidnapped a child, okay? Just right. go on record. But if I was going to... They would definitely need to be potty trained, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the first thing I'm checking into before I take a kid. Yeah, it's like I need to see it go in the pot, you know, <laughs> one time, and then I'm snatching. Yeah, you know? yeah. But we got enough kids around here. I don't want another one. Well, I was. I mean, there's a lot of kids out there that need care. Absolutely. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> exactly. Right. You you don't have to steal. A child from a loving mother. No. Because there are plenty of children out there in need of parents. Yeah. Who don't you know, have a who loving Who don't have a loving parent, mother right. or father. Yeah. And, you know, could really use someone yeah. who is, you know, all those things that she mentioned Absolutely. in her ballotpedia. Yeah. Our current foster child, mm -hmm. most adorable kid probably on the planet. He's pretty cute. I mean, he is <laughs> amazingly cute. Yes. Already potty trained, too. <laughs> Sleeps, goes to sleep on his own and everything. I'd have to do anything. Took some classes with the state. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, if you're out there and you feel like you need a kid, um, maybe think about fostering or adopting. Mm -hmm. So, um, then you can make a difference in somebody's lives and you don't have to drug anybody up. <laughs> Which, what kind of drug are you giving somebody that make them throw up? That's too? a good point. You know, like if you're trying to knock them out, you don't want to give them something that's going to make them throw up. I mean, anybody who's seen The Hangover <laughs> should know <laughs> that you get roofling, right? Yeah, yeah roofies, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. That's how I met my wife. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was just honeymoon night hijinks. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move on to this story here, which is... Disturbing, I would say. More disturbing than the last one? Yeah. Well. Equally disturbing. Disturbing in a different way. I got you. Okay. Alternatively disturbing. Yeah. Alternatively disturbing. Gotcha. There are levels of disturbance. <laughs> right. Uh, but nowhere near where's the line. No. No. <laughs> but. Earth oddity disturbing. Yeah. This is like. Earth oddity, where's the line? Have we talked about this enough yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to warn everybody, okay? I'm going to read the headline here. It's from the NewYorkDailyNews.com. And shout out to Todd, who sent this to me. But I also think somebody else put it in the Facebook group. Uh, a French soccer player is banned for five years. Okay. For biting an opponent's penis. No! <laughs> no! No! Bananas, bananas, bananas. Dude, you get a lifetime ban for that. Five years? Get out of here. That is life. Um, Yeah, five years like a toe-sucking ban. Right? <laughs> yes. Um, it's all... God, man. You know what? I didn't like soccer before we started this story. Now I really don't like it. Um, I actually don't hate soccer, you know? Uh, well, yeah, I didn't before, but I do now. It's all legal if you don't use your hands. <laughs> you know? Man, this dude out Tyson to Mike Tyson. <laughs> so in France, an amateur soccer player has received a five-year ban for biting an opponent's penis during a match in November, according to ESPN. God. The players, 
neither of whom could be named for legal reasons, came from the clubs A.S. Soterich and S.C. Terreville. Uh, I guess I'm saying those right. I don't know. I want that dude named. His yeah. name needs to be out there. <laughs> the attack apparently happened after a scuffle between both teams where a Terreville player tried to calm things down and the Sotrich player decided to chomp. Oh, no. The bite was so bad. Oh, no. No. That the Terreville player required 10 stitches. And had to miss four days of work. Now. This is absolutely a where's the line story. (laughs) I just want to say. Ten stitches? That's quite a brag for the guy who got bit, <laughs> bitten, right? Quite a brag for him. Yes. He should be proud. Really. If I was telling that story like several months after this, that ten stitches would be up to 25. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, surprisingly, though, uh, the Sotrich player got the stiffest punishment. <laughs> nice. 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 That's in the article. I didn't even do that. <laughs> From the disciplinary committee, uh, the victim was suspended to um, the terrible player was banned until June 2020 for aggressive behavior against his opponents in the locker room and in the parking lot, perhaps because he was mad about being bitten on the penis. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Do they not wear jock straps in, in uh, European football? Uh, well, they don't wear cups, I don't think, right? But they might wear a jock strap for support. Right, but, you know, like a like a cup, like you'd wear playing baseball. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Whatever. I don't, I don't think you would do that. In Why? Soccer. Every, I mean, all the kicking going on. Yeah, I mean, there's I a would. You get grazed. I'd you say. Know? Yeah, that would be tough. Or, or how about this? Or bit. Yeah. Dear goodness. I bet you the guy didn't wake up in the morning going, though, I, I think I might get bit on the ding-dong today, right? Yeah. I mean, that's probably never ran through any soccer player's head ever, right? Next next match, every player on that team has got a cup, I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you're... You got to get a revenge bite in, you know. It's too like, late. It's like baseball. If they bean your guy, you got to bean one of theirs. I mean, it's just unwritten rules, really. Yes. So an yeah. eye for an eye, a tooth an for a tooth, for an eye, penis for a penis. Exactly. That's scriptural, all right? It is. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, that's just tough. That is. Golly. Imagine you're like in a fight. You know, and fights, you know, like especially like a brawl with several. I was about people. to say, I've I've been in fights before, not a lot. Yeah, you know, there's there's not a lot of people who try to pick a fight with me. No, yeah. Well, number one, because I'm a super nice guy. Well, <laughs> you know, you're intimidating looking <laughs> when you want to be. When you had long hair, for real, I mean, it was I like this dude's a professional wrestler. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like you know. Especially like when I was smaller in school, like every fight I was in, it was kind of like there was a uh, there was an unspoken gentleman's agreement, yeah, among all parties. Go below the waist. That you don't go below the waist. That's right. Yeah, you know, and 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 for the most part, now maybe we just grew up in a different time or in a different culture, but you could pretty much rely on everyone to yeah. to follow through, right? You know. Every once in a while, you get like a nerd, just give you a swift kick in the nuts because they didn't know what to do. They're just scared yeah. of their life. But you know? a lot of times, that wasn't a fight. That was just horsing around. Oh, yeah. Now, you yeah. Know? <laughs> now, 
<laughs> get a nut tap in. That was that yeah. was done in in jocularity. That That's was right. just uh, being funny. That's right. Yeah. That's just guys being dudes <laughs> right there. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it, like in a brawl, you right. know, with several people, mm-hmm. things can get a little dicey, and you know, <laughs> or like uh, I, I don't know that I like you know if a uh, a big pile of people on the football field when they're tackled, you know, like I pulled leg hairs and stuff <laughs> right. like that, yeah, you know, but never. Never went for the groin area. <laughs> no. No. And you certainly not it. with your teeth. Yeah. That's Golly. a This man needs to be locked up. I mean, that's, well, that's another thing that never happened in fights is like. Yeah, no biting. If right? someone bites someone. No. That is crazy. Yeah, you don't mess dude, with that person. I know. Ever. I know. I know. Yeah, you don't mess with the biter. We you learn like preschool to stop biting people. So I do remember when I was in middle school. I was in sixth grade and I was on the bus and uh, I had a friend. He wasn't like a close friend, but he was. You know, he was. <laughs> he was one of the the kids that I talked to. Well, his name was Timothy, and uh, there was like this older kid that was like messing with him. I mean, you know how kids are; they were jawing at each other. Sure. But, um, this and, and Timothy was small. He finally had enough. He jumped off of a bus seat, hit him on the head with his spelling book, and then immediately, like, bit him. Oh, wow. Like, right there on the chest. Oh, wow. And, like, you know, drew blood. <laughs> I mean, he just went crazy went on the guy. I bet you nobody messed with Never him. Never messed with <laughs> Nobody ever messed with That's Timothy right. again after that. <laughs> the first day I ever rode the school bus ever in my life, yeah. bus 19, greatest bus ever that ever lived. Mm-hmm. If any of my fellow bus 19 people are listening, you know, we, yeah. had, we had the greatest bus ever. We're standing waiting for the bus to come, me and my older brother, Chad. And he tells me, right, like, in this man's field, pulling up in the bus. He said, if anybody messes with you, just punch him. <laughs> you know? And I'm yeah. Like, okay. So I get in. I sit down on the seat. You know, he's sitting a few rows back. Kid in front of me, Kyle Campbell, works in the sports information department at Ole Miss now. Great guy. <laughs> we were great friends. But I'm, like, five years old going to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous. Just remember <laughs> what my brother told me turns around and does like a, a like a grin and says something and i just punch him he's right like, in the teeth he's like down low too slow yeah right. <laughs> i punched him right in the teeth it's the only thing i i remember like my knuckles hitting his teeth and, oh, uh, dang. and he just turned around and we didn't have any you know we were friends <laughs> after that you know and I, I remember my brother like slid up into the seat with me he was like Whoa, whoa, buddy! You know, like, <laughs> this isn't prison. Yeah, easy there, Buckaroo. This is you this know? is public school. Okay, yeah, right? It's not prison. Like we ride on the good bus. Like there are no hoodlums <laughs> that goes through the middle class neighborhoods. In fact, you know, we're, we're all good people here. That's hilarious. But I took his advice literally, and I popped Kyle right in the teeth. I wonder if Kyle remembers that. I don't know. I don't know, but I did. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> right in his teeth. We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for all of their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl Cutter for potatoes all right there on CajunCurl.com. It's created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it is a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. 
Now, rumor has it, the soccer player had sprinkled <laughs> a little bit in his jock before the match. I would I would recommend not doing that. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay, let's just move on. The spiral <laughs> potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next cookout or event up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch of homemade potato chips. Your next door neighbor isn't going to be able to compete with that. <laughs> now let me tell you, the homemade chips with Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on them will absolutely change your life. Uh, on the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing, and it's all there on their website. You can also join their Facebook group. Just plug that in there right there. The Cajun Curl Facebook community is amazing. There's a lot of people posting up what they're cooking, you know, every mm-hmm. once in a while. Our buddy Johnny will put some weird stuff he's cooking with it in there, too. So it's pretty <laughs> cool. So check it out there. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. Now, this is a remix, because you thought I forgot to tell you where you can buy it at, but you can buy it on the website, and they'll ship it directly to you. You can check your local grocer. If they don't have it, you can ask them to start stocking it, and Cajun Curl will get it on the shelves there. Or if you're local here in our area, Tuscaloosa, Northport area, you can get it at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South Finest Meats, Mark's Mart, and Piggly Wiggly in Northport. Um, now, world famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend of Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10. That's EOP in the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Amen. All right. Uh, we don't have any voicemails this week, uh-huh. but we've got some reviews. Okay. Uh, this one comes from the Black Knight 74. Five stars. Awesome show. I came over from the NL cast community, and I must say this show rocks. Okay. Black Knight, you rock. Yeah. And thank you so much for leaving that review. Second favorite night of all time, <laughs> right? It's a great movie. Who's your favorite? Oh, I don't even know the movie. Martin Lawrence. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My favorite night's the Bud Light night, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. The Bud night. <laughs> the Bud night. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's my favorite night. Most famous <laughs> night of all time. Mine is still Martin Lawrence, but the Bud Knight's all right. That is, I forgot all about that movie. <laughs> I've actually seen that movie. It's better than it gets credit for. Look, Martin Lawrence is funny. He and is. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> that dude is hilarious. His stand-up is amazing. <laughs> and when you drop Martin Lawrence into medieval times. It's, what? What could go wrong? You know, yes. that's comedy gold right there. <laughs> Me and you could write that movie and it would be funny. Yes. You know? Just with him and that whole just framework for it. And then this one comes from Anonymous 13543324. I love the username. And it says five stars. Bodak yellow means bloody sh dot dot dot. I think dot 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 dot. All right. So, (laughs) okay. Did we talk about Bodak yellow? That was a Cardi B song. Oh, my girl. Cardi B, the next president of the United States, maybe. It may or may not mean bloody S-H. So What's S-H stand for, Tiny? I'm unclear. I don't know. Okay. All right. Just (laughs) wondering. Thanks for the reviews, guys. Yes, keep them coming. Absolutely keep them coming. We've topped over 100 reviews. 
which is a huge milestone. For it really us. is, yeah. A lot more people than a hundred people will listen to this show every week. <laughs> you know, all the rest of you are just out there dragging your feet. You're not doing your part, you know. <laughs> well, a lot of people don't listen to us on Apple, and I think Apple's the uh, that's like the one podcatcher that still does the reviews. Ah. I think that uh, I know Stitcher does, but yeah. they're hard to find. Huh. Castbox. If anyone listens on Castbox, they can leave a comment. It's not a review. Yeah. But uh, we'll engage with you. I do. I do monitor our Castbox. Uh, I have Castbox so. on my phone. Mm-hmm. I never open it up. Yeah. I think I did when I first downloaded and mm-hmm. I interacted with somebody on there. But, it's a decent app. I, I, yeah. I don't like it because they want to know where your location is when you're using it. And it oh, kind of creeps me out a little bit. Bother you there? It bothers me a little bit. Okay. But you know what? I, I kind of ignore it and I sure. use it anyway because the it's conven- I'm a slave already, to convenience. NSA already you know? knows where you are. But I usually get a notification from CastBox that the show is up before mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. Oh, to me. So there you go. Just in case you want to be one of the first to listen. <laughs> yes. You know. Or you can be like me and be like, okay, show's up. I'll wait till it's on Apple Podcast. I'll wait five minutes till it's on Apple Podcast mm-hmm. and I'll listen to it there. Because I'm an idiot and I only know how to work Apple products, which are made for idiots. You know, basically <laughs> they're made idiot proof, which is why people love them. Well, I guess that's it for the news. That's it for the reviews. I would like to let everyone out there know that if they would like an Earth Oddity sticker, Ooh. it's not much. But yeah. I've got some, and I would love to send them out. So if you will send us uh, a mailing address, it could be a P.O. box. It could be your mom's address. It could be a ex-lover or whatever. Just tell us where to send them, and we'll send them to you as long as, as, long as it's not like going to cost me like $17 to oh, <laughs> put yeah. the sticker in Alaska or something. True, true. Do we want to read some Pass the Salt Live reviews? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could do that. Yeah. Let me get down here, too. I was going to say, especially if you left a review for Pass the Salt. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. Uh, those were hilarious. They were great. Great. <laughs> um, oh, Black Knight 74 wrote one. Uh-oh. So, so let's just stay there. Title of it. Five stars, by the way. Thank you for five stars. Uh, Halftime is the title. And it says, I'm confused. Why were you not in church during the Super Bowl like the Earth Oddity <laughs> podcast people? It's an excellent question. That's right. Why weren't you? This one is from Pong Master Flash. Oh, yeah. I know who Pong Master Flash is. It says, Concerns, five stars. No two <laughs> snowflakes are alike, but the best way to avoid melting is to stay out of the heat. Maybe if you had attended church services like the Earth Oddity Boys, you would not have been tempted by the Super Bowl Vixen halftime show prayers <laughs> <laughs> this one comes from d hendrick 26 five stars verdict still out on this listen a little confused on the take of the super bowl halftime show most real christians like the earth oddity podcast were in church while this was going on i truly hope that show was dvr'd and not watched live since you should be in church if it was recorded why not just skip it that's right <laughs> You can't. Well, you got to make sure how much they're sinning, right? Uh, true. Yeah. You got to know the level of sin there. Yes. Probably monitoring some Illuminati stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This one's from It's a Long Way from He Top. Okay. I would give you six stars, but it's five star review. <laughs> Titles I would give you six stars. I love the podcast, but I'm not sure why you were watching the Super Bowl. 
the Earth Oddity podcast <laughs> is so devout. They were at church on Sunday night and Wednesday. You really should consider going to church more, not watching godless football. That's a good point. That's great. <laughs> that right there, the last sentence. Yeah. Uh, you really should consider going to church more and not watching godless football is every Southern Baptist church sermon when football season starts back. <laughs> yes. Just, I mean, you're going to get that. No. And you're usually going to get that on Sunday morning before the Super Bowl. That's right. Too. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us. Whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, you can tweet at us. We are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Do you like pictures of Donald Trump on prayer candles? <laughs> True, yes. <laughs> or I do, pictures. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all kinds of craziness. You can look at those pictures underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. See me as an anime girl. <laughs> you can. <laughs> Absolutely, well, you can. Think about that. I'm there. <laughs> And if all of that doesn't work for you, the best way to contact us is our phone number. What's that phone number? Our phone number, which is through the roof, the most popular way people contact (laughs) us, is 662-493-2059. Now, we didn't make it spell anything funny because we know you're intelligent enough to write down the phone number. (laughs) All right? We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.